0: Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, January 3rd, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today we'll be looking at Apple cutting its sales forecast, Tesla missing on vehicle deliveries, and a cyber hack involving thousands of documents related to the September 11th attacks. Then we'll take a look at the first anniversary of EU market transparency rules, also known as MIFID-2, and some of the unintended consequences they've created. I'm Amy Keene, and here's the news you need to start your day. Global financial markets started the new year on nervous footing yesterday. After closing out 2018, which was the worst year for stocks in a decade, investors were spooked by deepening concerns about a global economic slowdown. And then Apple issued an extremely rare revenue warning late on Wednesday. The iPhone maker said its revenue for the final three months of 2018 was likely to come in at approximately $84 billion, and that's down from earlier estimates of between $89 and $93 billion for the quarter. Apple said almost all of that drop in expected sales was due to an economic slowdown in China. The company also pointed to weaker than expected demand for the latest iPhones in developed countries. They said that's because fewer people than they had expected are upgrading to new devices. Apple shares fell as much as 7% in after hours trading on Wednesday. And in the broader market, the S&P 500 fluctuated between gains and losses throughout the trading day, ending with a narrow 0.1 percent gain. But the news from Apple rattled investors and U.S. stock futures fell following the Wall Street close. Tesla shares also took a beating on Wednesday. That was after investors digested news of lower than expected sales of Tesla's Model 3 car. The company shipped 90,700 Model 3s in the last three months of 2018, which was still more than three times what it shipped in the same period the year before, but it was shy of the 92,000 vehicles analysts had expected. Now, investors and analysts had forecast better numbers for the quarter, not least because a $7,500 U.S. electric vehicle tax credit was due to be cut in half by the first of this year. Tesla said it would cut the price of all of its cars in the U.S. by $2,000 in order to lessen the impact of the smaller tax credit on demand. Investors closed 2018 with enthusiasm for Tesla stock. It ended 7 percent higher for the year after the company posted its first quarterly profit in two years back in October. But the news on Wednesday renewed concern that Tesla's profit might suffer as the company tries to reach a larger market with the Model 3. And the FT reports that the FBI is investigating the theft of 18,000 insurance and legal documents by a hacker. Posting under the name The Dark Overlord, the hacker or hackers claimed on New Year's Eve that they'd taken emails and non-disclosure agreements relating to the 9-11 attacks. They said they'd sell the documents for Bitcoin, inviting ISIS, Al-Qaeda and nation states to bid for them online. Now, this individual or group They've got a long record of holding companies for ransom. And according to two people familiar with the matter, the FBI and other law enforcement agencies are now investigating the hack. And here's something you might want to know more about it's been one year since the EU introduced vast rules aimed at making financial markets more transparent. It's known as MIFID II. And it requires fund managers to pay for analyst research and insights separately to trading fees. It was meant to curb conflicts of interest in the market. But these rules have had some unintended consequences. The FT's European banking correspondent Stephen Morris talked to Fast FT reporter Kat Rutter-Pooley with the first anniversary of NIFID II.
1: They were designed basically to improve transparency in financial markets previously brokers and banks offered research to clients for free they gave them out these trading ideas pointed out interesting things they would meant in order to try and induce their clients asset managers hedge funds into trading with them but the research wasn't priced what mifid has changed is that this now is a service which has to be individually discreetly paid for by someone now most Regulators assumed that this cost would be passed on to the end users of this you know, the average people with savings asset managers or pension funds. But what actually has happened is that most asset managers have taken the costs in-house themselves and as a result have drastically cut the amount they're willing to spend on research and the number of brokers or banks that they're prepared to deal with. Okay, so what unintended consequences has that had then, if it's turned out slightly different than we thought it would? Well, what we're starting to see is a bit of consolidation among mid-tier brokers. You know, for example, autonomous emerging with uh, Alliance Bernstein over in the US. And we're starting to see some pressure on the smaller research teams at sort of mid-tier banks, you know, Royal Bank of Canada, Jefferies, they're working out what can they offer compared to a JP Morgan that could justify paying their analysts, you know, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars or pounds a year. So this is the year when all the people we spoke to for this story said that we're going to really see this shakeout start. If you're on the big side of the spectrum, as I like, feel like JP Morgan, Barclays, Bank of America, you're probably going to be okay. And a lot of them are actually expanding their research arms. But if you work for somebody more in the mid tier, I would be slightly more nervous going into 2019. Okay, so asset managers paying less, bringing analysis in house, that doesn't sound good for the bulk of the analysts, even if there are likely to be some winners. Who are the beneficiaries? You mentioned the big banks. Mm. Anyone else? If you're a superstar analyst and people are willing to pay for your research, they're willing to pay for phone calls with you, they're willing to pay for face-to-face meetings, then the world's kind of your oyster this year. You can command whatever you want. You can set up your own boutique and charge individually just for your own advice. You can move to a hedge fund, again, commanding a high salary and more freedom. So I would say the winners, are the people that are actually really good at their jobs, which I guess is a good thing. But, you know, there will be more losers. I mean, some people we spoke to for the article said "Look, you're going to see a homogenization of research because there are just going to be fewer voices involved in it. Asset managers are paying less, which generally means there are going to be fewer analysts around. And also it's going to be a lot harder for people to leave the industry. So we're hearing about a bit of a roadblock with the older analysts not really having the same job opportunities so they can't move on or retire. And the younger ones kind of getting stuck behind them, waiting to move up through the ranks and run their own departments and their own teams. So a lot has happened this year. I mean, a lot of it below the surface of normal society, but it certainly has shaken up the financial industry a lot. And it's led to a few quirky things coming out. So a lot of these analysts are under pressure to start generating revenue income. They haven't had to do this before because their research was all free. Yeah. And it's led to a host of somewhat desperate tactics in order to try and have engagement with clients. So for example, instead of actually having a telephone call with an asset manager, one investor I spoke to complained that people were leaving him voicemails with trading ideas or, or interesting topics and then sending them a bill for it. And Charlotte, we don't think that sort of thing can continue, can it? I mean, unexpected, unwanted services being provided to bulk up your, meet your targets. No, no, this was received very poorly by the investor who instructed the analysts to never do it again. And I'm sure he or she got in trouble with their boss. But yeah, I mean, you are seeing people be a lot more selective and it's going to take a while for people to work out this new system.
0: You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, we'll be following British Prime Minister Theresa May. She's expected to speak with several EU leaders to get clarification on key elements of her Brexit deal before the UK Parliament returns on Monday. And in D.C., lawmakers will kick off a new session of Congress later today. Democrats in the House of Representatives are expected to introduce bills to fund federal departments in order to end the government shutdown that started almost two weeks ago. This has been your daily FT News briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. as one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the US. Corient has experienced teams. Who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex? Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall—whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right.